from episode number 33 over at Somebody Slams. I'm your host, Gmo, recording from the beautiful suburbs of Chicago, Illinois. Yes, I sound 10 times better compared to last episode, fighting off the COVID-19. Finally, this SOB finally uh, calmed down just a little bit. The family's doing good as well. Recovered pretty quick. So now, recovery, just like everybody else across the world. I got my two favorite uh, cold medicine right here. Uh, Old Smokey's uh, peanut butter whiskey and a little red wine to soothe my throat. I feel a lot better. So nice to get back on my normal schedule dieting, drinking diet. That's that's what you call it. But other than that, man, I, I feel good. I feel good. The weather is a little shitty in the Midwest. Raining, gloomy. Of course, only when I feel good and it's the weekend. Now, when I had COVID, it was fucking 90 degrees. It's smoking hot. The sun was out. I go to work. It's fucking nice and sunny. Really good temperatures. And of course, you know, only happens when you're at work, right? That's how it goes. But when you when you feel good it's in, and you're home, gloomy, it's rainy, it's cold, it's fucking snowing, fucking tornadoes. It's just like, goddamn, it's like 2022 is not allowing me to have any fun outdoors right well is what it is right here we are episode number 33 a lot of things to talk about in the world of professional wrestling and rock and roll uh especially in the riff portion of the show we're going to be talking about walking the rockville that's going down in daytona uh at daytona international speed down in florida uh things are a little shaky man there he there he had uh bad weather jacking up all their lineup one band got pulled out actually two bands were pulled out uh so shit's getting dicey i know shit's getting dicey down st louis for point fest they're going through bad weather so it's like it's not a good weekend for shows (laughs) fucking festivals man they're just getting fucking not the way it's supposed to be i mean that's the world of rock touring festivals outdoors i should say that's how it goes and uh, the pro wrestling world, man, Sasha Banks and Naomi, they finally stood up for the woman's locker room and said, fuck you and the creative, I'm out of here. So we'll get a little bit more details about that. Also on the show, we'll be previewing Double or Nothing, AEW's next pay-per-view. It's going down at Memorial Day weekend in Las Vegas. I'm going to catch that bad boy on pay-per-view. As always, as I always... It's, I never miss an AEW pay-per-view. Either I attend it live or I buy it at pay-per-view. So, looking forward to that. And yes, I will be at the Forbidden Door at the United Center June 26th and Sunday. So, my ass will be there, of course. And um, what else? Uh, do I have any other shows going on in the near future, attending-wise? Uh, as I mentioned last podcast... I promised you guys I give you a damn set list for the Bay Area Strike Back Tour, Testament, Exodus, and Death Angel. Of course, I got COVID. So those plans are moved to October 4th at the Rave in Milwaukee. So a nice little road trip. So if you happen to be at the show at the Rave, Eagles Ballroom, Milwaukee, I will beat us on a damn Tuesday. I mean, ain't that a bitch, man? If you heard me from last podcast, 
that seven-minute drive on a Saturday, a beautiful day on a Saturday, just became a fucking hour-and-a-half drive on a Tuesday. Ain't that a bitch. So it tells you how much COVID just loves to screw people up, and then now you got Mother Nature being a bitch. So, yeah. This episode is fucking bad words back and forth, right? I gotta behave myself here. Alright. So yeah, double or nothing preview. Stoked for this pay-per-view. Uh, man, I'm going on the tangents here. Uh, any live shows. Let's see, Mudvayne and Rob Zombie, uh, when they hit the amphitheater here in Chicago, will be there. Let's see, what else we got? Any small shows going on? No small shows so far. Either things I missed up because I got sick or got canceled. <laughs> yeah, I was looking forward to the Parkway Drive. That was the next one. I was supposed to be, hell, it was supposed to be this week, I believe. And obviously that got pulled. So, I don't know. I got to probably get more tickets. But everything's still pending. Got some things going on outside of the the workforce. So it's just kind of changing. But other than that, man, I'm, I'm just looking forward for the rest of the year. I'm looking forward to do, going to more shows. That's my plan. It's the... I'll do myself each and every year for when it comes to shows. Obviously, COVID kind of put that little restriction in place. But, again, I try to challenge myself and try to go to many shows as I can. Also support local bands and local pro wrestling shows. i got to hit more, a little bit more independent shows if I need it. Better at that, man. That's what's going on in my world. By the way, if you want to support the show, go on Twitter on Twitch and YouTube, just search up Riffs and Body Slams, hit the subscribe button, the follow button. Highly appreciate that. Or send me an email at RiffsandBodySlams at gmail.com. Alright, enough about me rambling. Let's get on with the show. The Riff portion of the show, that is. Welcome to the Riffs portion of the show where we talk about all things rock, hard rock, and heavy metal. So... Before we get to the news portions and the touring lineup, so last episode I didn't incorporate Vintage Vinyl where I highlight uh, personal collection, personal vinyl collection. You know, my ass was sick last episode. So this episode we're going to pick it right back up. Now the last, what was the last record I did? Black Sabbath Paranoid. Alright, so same guy who fronted the band. And all I have in my hand right now, Ozzy, Ozzy Osbourne, Diary of a Madman. Absolutely a classic album. So we'll just go ahead and talk about that, right? Why not? So if you have this album, feel free to pull it out, man. Just talk about it. If you have the CD, fucking pull it out. If you don't have neither, pull it up on Google on your phone or on your computer pull it up it's it's a classic record i mean my opinion is my one of my favorite ozzy records of all time i mean right up there with uh uh blizzard of oz i i have to look back to my collection i don't know if i had that or not on vinyl but this is an absolutely a classic from ozzy diary of a man man all right so as i had the physical copy in my hand if you look at the top right corner of the album the iconic Ozzy Osbourne uh, logo, his name spelled out, and then right in the center, right a little bit more center to the right, you have Ozzy himself dressed like a zombie with his 
classic uh, string that you know piece coat he wears and this and in uh, the bottom left of the corner of the album the album name itself diary of the madman just a classic album and then the background you got some chandeliers and like a evil doctor's office with a kid with the evil smile grin in the background so absolutely classic I, I keep seeing classic numerous times all right so as I open up this record here so the inner sleeve here you have the lyrics lyrics to all the songs on the tracks you'll have like hieroglyphics or something a really bad cursive one of the two in the bottom of the insert paper and then you flip around the insert paper at that at least my pressing now the other side of the insert sheet here you have all four members of the Ozzy Osbourne band Ozzy, Randy Rhodes guitar, Rudy Sars on bass and Tommy Aldridge on drums so Nice little photo on the steps of, I don't, know if, I don't know if outside of a home or this could be a steps from a, a stage props. And then the physical album, the physical record I have here. Let's see, from Jet Records. And then, uh, yeah, pressing by CBS. That's it, man. That is it for the album. So I'm going to put this bad boy back right into the actual album sleeve. And then we'll flip around to the back of the album. As you flip around the back, you get the right, I mean, right off the bat in the center of the album, the back album, you have Ozzy doing a signature pose in the back. Then, then let's talk about the tracks, man. The classic tracks. And on at least my album on the the top to mid right side of the album. So side number one, you have Over the Mountain, Flying High Again, You Can't Kill Rock and Roll, Believer. And that was side one. Then side two, you have Little Dolls, Tonight, S-A-T-O, and Diary of the Madman to close out side number two. Overall, just a great album. If I had to choose three songs, this is tough, man. Over the Mountain, right off the bat, is going to be one of my picks. Flying High Again, in uh, Diary of the Madman, the song itself. It's just a classic. That's a great song. World Masterpiece by Randy Rhodes. So overall, Diary of the Madman is a must album to get if you're a rock fan or want to become a rock fan. And if I had to give you a top 10 list to go out and listen to, Diary of the Madman is one of those albums you should go check out. So good stuff, man. Good stuff. Alright, that was this edition episode of Vintage Vinyl, where I highlight a personal collection of vinyl from my stash. And hey, if you have a Pacific Vinyl in your collection, you know what to do, man. Send me a personal message on Twitter or RivesandBodySams at gmail.com. Tell me what's your favorite record on your collection. I mean, send me a picture, send me the tracking list, send me what pressing. Do you have the original vinyl from it first came out? I mean, that's pretty cool. All right, what are we going to talk about next? Let's see. Should I talk about New Music Friday? Yeah, let's do that next. Let's do that next. New Music Friday. 
All right, this is for May 27th, Friday, May 27th, the last Friday of May. Again, the list I'm about to tell you, I'm going to give you, if you can't remember each one of them, go to loudwire.com, type in 2022 new releases, they get the credit, they put this list together, so my lazy ass don't go through each band in the entire universe to see who got a new record. So these guys did the work. I'm just going to provide you of the list. So we got some key bands on this list is coming out this Friday. Start from the top of the alphabetical order. All right. So the first band, After Forever. And they're coming out with the After Forever 15th Anniversary Edition. All right. Next band, Black Lung. Got a new record called Dark Waves. Black Void has the new record called Anesthesia. Can't spit that out today. All right, Coheed and Cambria got a new record called Vaxus 2 and Window of Awakened Mind. All right, Crematory has Inglorious Darkness. Uh, Decapitated, great band. Got a new record called Cancer Culture. Def Leppard has a new record called Diamond Star halos all right the flower kings got two re-releases back in the world adventures and retro opulus all right next band on the list grandma feta got a new record called the hum of the machines hollow front have the new record called the price of dreaming all right liam gallagher Got two records, Come On You Know and Downed by the River Thames. All right, Lord Belial got a new record called Rapture. All right, this one I'm looking forward to. Mark Tremonti got a new record called the Mark Tremonti Sing Sinatra. So that'll be interesting. And this one's going to be good, a good rocker. Michael Shakner Group got a new record called Universal. So. Good old Michael Schickner still out there doing it. The band Mournful Con- Congregation got a new EP called The Exeva of Gods Part 1 EP. All right, the legendary rock band Raven got a new, not new, more of a, look like it's a four CD over the top edition called Rock Till Until You Drop. All right, Simon McBride got a new record called The Fighter. Taken Back Sunday. They got a 20th anniversary edition of Tell All Your Friends. All right, the band Tank got two re-releases, Honor and Blood, and This Means War. And then the last band on the list for May 27th is Trollfest and a new record called Flamingo Overlord. All right, new music Friday for May 27th on the world of rock, hard rock, and heavy metal. Again, all you have to do is search up this whole list if you can't remember it on Lodwar.com and just type in 2022 new releases. All right, let's get into the news. Welcome to Rockville. Yes, that is going down again. Actually started this past Thursday with Kiss starting off the whole shebang. I mean, Friday night, Friday night. Yeah, Corn Break of Benjamin was supposed to be headlighting, 
And then that's where the shitty weather came in and pretty much uh, disrupted Friday's uh, festival lineup. Now, Jane's Addiction originally was supposed to be playing on Sunday, but they were pulled. They were they were pulled out of the festival, and they were being replaced by a different band on I believe they believe the Grunge Day is Sunday. So I believe the band's going to be replacing Jane's Addiction, which is this. Try to search it up here really quick. Uh, porno for pyros so that's the band's going to be replacing jane's addiction i don't know too much about that band but the fans who do well they're going to be replacing jane's addiction so that being said for fridays uh welcome to rockville a four-day rock festival is happening down in daytona florida at the daytona international speedway um Apparently, there was a handful of bands were cut from the set. So, let me throw the list here. Skillet. Skillet was one of the band. Breaking Benjamin. Corn. And, let's see. According to them, Megadeth. Megadeth was being pulled from the festival due to travel delays. So, Megadeth, even if they did show it up to the festival... They were probably they could easily could have been one of the one of the bands being uh, canceled from it, but there was a handful of other smaller bands were pulled off the festival on Friday as well. So it was a very very short uh, festival for Friday. They end up pushing things a little bit early due to the weather. So yeah, that that's what's going on down in Florida for the for walking to Rockville. Obviously. Saturday and Sunday still going down as of right now. Guns Roses headlining Saturday. And uh, what's the Sunday? Uh, Nine Inch Nails. Nine Inch Nails is doing Sunday. So as more information comes out for the festival for the Saturday and Sunday, I'll try to give it to you guys. But uh, yeah, that's what's going on in the world of walking to Rockville. Obviously Friday, uh, I was... Uh, shaking out to not be what it was supposed to be so now speaking to one of the bands that played at rock in the rockville five figure death punch so the lead singer ivan moody uh injured his right eye after accidentally getting his eyes exposed from a laser beam uh during the band's performance at welcome to rockville so uh, Apparently, apparently, one of the lasers got got right in his eyes. I guess from the stage stage lighting, and uh, uh, apparently, apparently, uh, did a little, did a little damage in his eye. So I'm reading reports here. So I guess he's back home in Las Vegas, and uh, I guess getting his eye checked out, and we'll see if it affects the Five Figure Death Bunch tour that's going down this fall. So I'm not sure fans are being keeping up with Yngwie Malmsteen. I mean, so I guess he's been making accuses to his former singer, Jeff Scott Skoto. Phenomenal singer, by the way. Obviously making waves in the world press, in the world of rock. According to Yngwie, he was saying that Jeff Scott Soto's making up stories to stay relevant. 
Uh, apparently, he was sneaking into one of his shows in the past. Apparently, turning up his shows without getting, you know, without paying and sneaking in the shows and trying to grab media attention. And apparently, he claims that Jeff Scott Skoda was stalking him. Now, fans know about Yangve. He has a big giant ego. And he is, uh, according to fans, he is an asshole. I come from me. So, if I had to pick a side and who is the truthful right, I'm going for Jeff Scott Soto. He is a truthful guy. Fans, I mean, I I even see comments in the section during uh, this whole feud. And they're they're even, they're saying, like, okay, this guy's just full of himself when I'm talking about Yang Vey Malmsteen. So... Keep an eye on this little feud going on, but seem like Ying Vei is kind of taking things out of proportion here. Uh, Jeff Scott Scott Soto, I mean, come on. W- when do you have reports of anything bad from the past 20, 30 years? None. Ying Vei, many, including people who work behind the scenes with him. So fans kind of know that Ying Vei is a piece of crap, okay? So the fans of Ghost, apparently, uh, they did the final date in Europe, and they did a giant band photograph with all the bands, including Twin Temple and Uncle Ass and the Dead Beats. And apparently, apparently, they did like a, a full-on group photo with the crew and everybody, and the actual names and the photo of the faces from all all the ghouls that played instruments for the band Ghost. So apparently it's got leaked out. So now we have the full list of the real people's <laughs> names. So go check it out. Search up Ghost. Uh, nameless Ghoul Identified. Just search it up in Google. I, I Check out the pictures, man. You can see if any of them familiarize with you. Feel free to check it out. So, the band, Evanensis, uh, they just parted away with their guitarist, Jen Majura. So, uh, yeah, yeah, they're the, she was been a long-time guitarist for the band, and the band decided mutually to uh, disband with between her and uh, uh, the band, of course. So uh, they're they're already gearing up for the next rounds of touring, and I guess they got the next guitarist in mind. So there you have it. All right. So the supergroup, iconic, that featured Michael Michael Sweet from Striper, uh, Joel Holstra from White Snake, Marco Mendoza, formerly of the Dead Daisies, and Tommy Aldrich of, as I mentioned, from the Ozzy Osbourne band. Uh, they got a new music video come out called Fast As You Can, so go check it out. So for the, all the Wasp band fans from the back in the 80s, uh, Wasp Blackie Lawless is writing his upcoming biography, autobiography that is. And uh, this is what he quoted, it's been one of the most fun things I've done ever in my life. So me personally, a big fan of Wasp, uh, one of the great bands from the 80s. From the L.A. metal scene. Uh, I'm looking forward to reading this book. See what this life of the world was from the late 70s to the 80s all the way up to today. So that would be kind of cool, funny to read. So 
Deftones guitarist Stephen Carpenter is to miss the European tour. And he quoted, I'm just not ready to leave the U.S. yet. Now the band was planning on going to Europe, I believe in June 4th in Germany. But he also quoted in this little uh, interview he did, with everything going on in the world, I'm just not ready to leave home or the country yet. But for now, our great friend from Sacramento, Lance, will be fulfilling my duties. So give him a little love and have a great time. So a little sad reports from the Ozzy Osbourne camp. Um, according to the 300 issue of the Classic Rock magazine, uh, Ozzy Osbourne pretty much gave a little little um, interview with the magazine. So he's waiting on some more surgery on his neck. But And as I quote, as he revealed, I can't walk properly these days. Um, I have physical therapy every morning. Now, I am somewhat better, but nowhere near as much as I want to be back on the road. So, and then he also quoted, as fucking 73 years old, I've done pretty well. I don't plan on going anywhere, but my time is going to come. So, obviously Ozzy is ready for, uh, his mind is ready for the end. Um, you know, as much as fans don't want to see that happen personally myself as well but again as i mentioned in the past and i keep I, I keep saying this in every podcast go out and see these guys because you never know when will it end as in these guys are not getting any younger ozzy kiss all these guys go out and see them while they're, while they're still able to do it i mean until that dark day does come and you're like man shit i sh- wish i should have saw them when it came to my town uh, last summer, you know, like don't regret it, despite them being old or despite being not able to do it. Go out and do it, man. Just go out and buy it and have a good time, because it could be your last time. All right, and then finally on the positive note, the band Queensrake got a new record coming out on October seventh through Central Media Records called. The Digital Noise Alliance. So good news for all the Queens Ray fans. Alright. Well, let's get into the touring, shall we? Alright, so for all the fans who are a uh, big fan of the cruise ships when it comes to music. Uh, the Shiprock, Shiprock Cruise has announced their lineup for this year. Uh, I'm sorry, 2023. So January 22nd to the 28th year 2023 uh let's see uh let's see the port from port canaveral uh, and then i believe they'll be going to half move half moon k the grand turk and amber cove so those are the places you'll be going to on this cruise the bands are playing on there let's see fall in reverse that's one of them the other headliner is to be announced in June. Also appearing on the cruise, Aaron Drones, Bad Omens, Bones UK, Dropout Kings, Fame of Fire, Grandson, Lola the Cesar, Motionless and White, Nonpoint, Nothing More, Red Jumpsuit Apparatus, Skillet, Suicide Tennessee's Wage War, Wargasm, and Zero Nine Thirty Six. So those are the bands going to be playing on Ship Rock Cruise in 2023. 
All right, the band Boris announced a North American tour with the band Nothing. I feel like the track starts in uh, August 19th in Phoenix, Arizona, and ends in Mexico City, September 24th. So go check out the band Boris. All right, so for all the Ghost fans like myself, as I mentioned last episode, there was a rumor of them going on a tour. Well, that rumor became true, and they're going to be bringing out Mastodon and Spearbox. And this trick's from starts in August 26th in San Diego, California, and ends in September uh, 23rd in Green Bay, Wisconsin. So check out Ghost, the North America tour with Mastodon and Spearbox. Another big massive tour that just came out. The Rockzilla Summer 2022 Tour. So you're going to have Papa Roach, Fall in the Reverse, Hollywood Undead, and Bad Wolves. This trek starts in July 27th at Providence, Rhode Island, ends in August 31st in Nashville, Tennessee. So check out Papa Roach, Fall in the Reverse, Hollywood Undead, and Bad Wolves. Alright, so the band 311 announces their Fall U.S. Tour. Starts in September 2nd, Columbus, Ohio, and ends in November 12th in Los Angeles, California. So go check out the band 311. Alright, and then for the final tour announcement for this episode, a big tour here. Bring Me the Horizon announcing their U.S. Tour with Knock Loose, Grandson, Sick Brain. And this track starts from, uh, it like September, let's see, September 12 or 13 in Louisville, Kentucky, at Louder Than Life, and ends in October 29th in Las Vegas, Nevada, for the When We Were Young Festival. So, there you have it. Bring Me the Horizon. Knock Loose, Grandson, and Sick Brain going on a U.S. tour this fall. All right. All right. I believe that's everything in the world of the world of rock, hard rock, and heavy metal. And if there's anything I'm missing out, you know what to do. Wrist and Body Slams on Twitter. Send me a little personal IM message or send me an email, wristsandbodyslams at gmail.com. So without further ado, Let's get on to the body slam portion of the show where we talk about all things pro wrestling, shall we? follow any of my social media platforms yet? Huh? Huh? If you said no, then what the hell are you waiting for? Hey, it's all good, dude, man. I won't beat you up. But what I want you to do is, number one, go on to the Twitter machine follow Riffs and Body Slams. Then number two, hop on YouTube, hit the subscribe button, check all the Fine video content. And lastly, send me an email at riffsandbodyslam.com. 
Com. All right, let's head back to the show, shall we? where we talk about all things pro wrestling. So before we get to the news of Sasha Banks and the Double or Nothing preview, let's get into the instant fast pro wrestling results. Starting from Monday Night Raw, May 16th results. All right, Bobby Lashley defeated Omas in a steel cage match. Veer Mahan defeated Mustafa Ali with the special guest referee, The Miz. Riddle defeated Jimmy Uso. Finn Balor and AJ Styles defeated Los Lorados. Alexa Bliss defeated Sonya Deville. Ezekiel defeated Chad Gable. And for the main event of Monday Night Raw, Asuka defeated Becky Lynch to become the number one contender for the WWE Raw Women's Championship. That was your WWE Raw May 16th results. Alright, cruise right into NXT May 17th. Cameron Grimes and Solo Sokoa defeated Carmelo Hayes and Trick Williams. Lash Legend defeated Tatrum Paxley in the NXT Women's Breakout Tournament quarterfinal match. The Viking Raiders defeated the Creed Brothers. Grayson Waller defeated Andre Chase. Roxanne Perez defeated Kenia James in the NXT Women's Breakout Tournament quarterfinal match. Nathan Fraser versus Wesley ended a no contest. And lastly, Santel Escapar defeated Tony D'Angelo. That was your NXT May 17th results. Alright, cruising into AEW Wednesday night, May 18th Dynamite. Results, Samoa Joe defeated Johnny the Elite, the surprise joker in the O'Hart's Cups of Men's Tournament quarterfinal match. Up next, Hangman Adam Page defeated Konozuki Takashida. Keith Lee and Swerve Strickland defeated the Workhorsemen. Kyle O'Reilly defeated Rain Phoenix in the O'Hart's Cups Men's Tournament Qualifier match. Dr. Brick Breaker defeated Maki Ito in the O'Hart Cup Women's Tournament quarterfinal match. In the main event, Adam Cole defeated Jeff Hardy in the O'Hart Men's Tournament semifinal match. That was your All Elite Wrestling May 18th Dynamite results. Alright, cruising into the Thursday, May 19th Impact Wrestling results. Mike Bailey defeated Laredo Kid in the Ultimate X qualifying match. Jordan Grace, Mia Yim, and Taya Valkyrie defeated Deanna Perrazzo, Savannah Evans, and Tasha Steeles in a six-woman tag team match. The Good Brothers defeated Honor No More. Masha Slamovich defeated Shauna Reed. And the main event, the Briscoes defeated Violent by Design to retain the Impact World Tag Team Champion. That was your Impact Wrestling May 19th results. Alright, cruising to Friday. Stodivy Smackdown May 20th. Shinsuke Nakamura defeated Sami Zayn. 
Gunther defeated Drew Gulak. Rankel Rodriguez defeated Shotzi. Xavier Woods defeated Butch. And the main event, the Usos defeated RK Bro to become the Unified WWE Raw and SmackDown Tag Team Champion and the winner takes all. So congrats to the Usos and that was your WWE SmackDown May 20th results. Alright, lastly, AEW Rampage May 20th results, the House of Black Defeated Fuego de Sol and Eva Uno and Ten in a six-man tag team match. Sean Spears defeated Big Demos. The, the mystery opponent, Chris Statlander, defeated Red Velvet in O'Hard Cup's Women's Tournament quarterfinal match. And the main event, the Blackpool Combat Club defeated Dante Martin and Matt Seidel. And that was your All Elite Wrestling Rampage May 20th results. Alright. So that's all the instant results we have for this week. Alright, let's get on to the news in the world of professional wrestling. So Will Ospreay, he will be out of Rev Pro Wrestling due to infection. So uh, Rev Pro Epic Encounter event is happening in London this past, or actually on Sunday. Uh, I believe May 2nd. So he was scheduled to face Minoru Suzuki on the show. So that being said, don't see no replacement yet. Um, it's not the first time uh, Osprey has been uh, uh, been out of action. Obviously he was tested for COVID-19. Uh, with him missing uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling Dentaku on May 1st. So that being said... Keep an eye on Osprey. We'll see how fast he will be uh, recovered to get back in the ring. All right, so the Super Juniors going on in New Japan. So there's updated standings. So for the Block A match, Taishi Shimori defeated Alex Zane. Haromu Takahashi defeated Ace Austin. Yo defeated uh, Kanemaru. Uh, Taguchi defeated Francisco Akira. And his show defeated Clark Connors. So that's block A that's going on. So as of right now, Takahashi is 6 points, 3 and 0. Taishi Ishimori is 3 and 0 as well. Alex Zane and Ace Austin are at 4 points, which are 2 and 1. Yo is 4 points with 2 and 1. Taguchi is 2 points with Akira with 1 and 2. Show is two points of one and two, and Kanemaru is zero and three, and Clark Connors is zero and three as well. And then for the B block, El Desperado and El Fantasmo is currently at four points at two and zero. Oh. TJP is currently two points one and one. Bushy is two points and one and one. Robbie Eagles two points. Doki is two points. El Lindemann. And Wheeler Yuta is currently at two points. Is is he one and one as a record? Uh, as of right now, zero is Mr. Waddle and Titan, which are zero and two. So that's where the standings at right now for the New Japan Pro Wrestling Best of Super Juniors uh, tournament as a stool on the roll. So this is the interesting news uh, being reported on the WrestlingObserver.com. Uh, they just reported. AEW has filed a new trademark called Blood Moon Rising. 
Um, Tony Khan teased in the past of a similar term as a possible pay-per-view name earlier this week on social media. So it'd be interesting to see where they're going to put this blood mood rising if this is an actual pay-per-view. Obviously, AEW is currently running four pay-per-views a year, so we'll see what this, or maybe it could be a live TNT special event show. Who knows? We'll wait the, we have to wait and see. All right, so for the big news, as I mentioned at the top of the show, Sasha Banks and Naomi, a little controversy. They went down this past week. So obviously, the main event of Monday Night Raw uh, was changed. So Sasha and Naomi originally were supposed to be in the main event. The Monday Night Raw started off with, you know, the graphics stating that, hey, they're going to be on the main event of tonight's show. Well, eventually throughout the Monday Night Raw this past Monday, uh, Becky Lynch and Adam Pearce were backstage and pretty much told the whole world that, yeah, Sasha and Naomi dropped their titles on John Lordoritis' uh, desk and walked out of the arena. And... Uh, since then, yeah, this 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 news got out, and uh, those handful of wrestlers supported him. Since then, there's been reports of uh, contract freeze, and obviously there were reports of their contracts coming up pretty soon. And I guess at this moment, so as of last night, so at the time I'm recording this is May twenty first. On a Saturday, so WWE SmackDown May 20th, uh, they announced honor that both Sasha and Naomi are suspended. So they are suspended definitely from the WWE. And uh, I guess they put their women's tag team titles on vacant. And uh, there will be a tournament to hell that crown the new champions. So let's start with this. So... Sasha and Naomi, why did they leave Monday Night Raw? Obviously, the reports from them, uh, the protest of bad creative. Again, bad creative in WWE. Fans who watched the show for the past couple of years know how bad and uh, horrendous WWE creative process is. Not saying it's a bad company. They're very well structured. They just got very bad booking slash creative. And it sucks. And unfortunately, the last person to get hold of the final say is the big man, Vince McMahon. And he has the final say. So, that what, what persuade both women to actually leave. And obviously there was a lot of reports, a lot of confusing reports going on stating that somebody else kind of persuade her to make her think that. And then there's other reports saying that creative was making bad choices and they about had it and they want to put the voices out. Obviously Road Dog posted his opinion, you know, his own two cents in saying that Sasha has been been vocal about in the past about the creative decisions. And now fans are trying to figure out if this is a work or is a shoot. A lot of fans think this is a work of this incident. Obviously, WWE has been pushing this 
pretty hard on television. Now, a lot of fans are thinking, well, you know, they did this to Austin back in the 2000s when he walked out, and they pretty much buried him on live television. So a lot of fans are thinking this could be the punishment for live television stating that, hey, they walked out. If you want to walk out, we will bury you on TV. And I think they overdid it. If this is actually a shoot and that's a real deal, then there's a very good chance. I mean, they really overdone it. I mean, I think probably Vince overstepped it. Push it throughout the show at Monday Night Raw, stating that it was unprofessional, blah blah blah, and then doing it on SmackDown again, and then do a public suspension on live television. You think a little bit overdoing it when it comes to live television out into the public, and I, maybe that's where the point where fans are not buying it. I think this this whole thing is a work. Well, apparently. Sasha Banks and Naomi's merchandise is not available to purchase on the WWEshop.com. And I guess fans were searching up their name and apparently their name wasn't popping up. So it sounded like they pulled their merch from their online shop. So we'll see how long the suspension would go. We'll see how long their contracts would be in place. Obviously WWE could freeze them and they can make this contract last longer. Uh, so they're trying to avoid having their current top stars going to AEW and having them boost their ratings. So it'll be interesting to see what stuff will be developing within the next couple days. So obviously there were reports that Sasha Banks made her first public uh, you know, appearance outside of wrestling, which I believe she went to a concert. So yeah, it's interesting to see what reports will come out. And if anything does come up, just breaking news. Like I said, follow me on Twitter, Ribs and Body Slams, so you'll never miss a breaking news action. Alright, let's get to the preview. The main event of this episode. All wrestling double or nothing. Going down Las Vegas at Memorial Day weekend. Let's talk about the card, shall we? So, right off the bat, Hook and Dan Helsen versus Tony Knees and Smart Mark Sterling. If I had to pick, I'm sure a lot of fans are going to pick Hook and Dan Helsen. That's going to be my pick. I give the fans what they want. All right. Up next, we got Shade Cargill, the champion, versus Anna J. As much as I want Jay to lose the title, by the same time, I cannot see Anna Jay winning. I mean, where the hell she's been at on live main television? Uh, fans are going to say, well, she's on Dark. She's on YouTube. I don't watch it. <laughs> so, so, I haven't seen her on TV lately. So, would it be a shocking upset if Anna Jay won? Absolutely. But I can see Jade Cargill dominating this match and Going to carry on as the AW's TBS Women's Champion. Alright. The Men's Owen Hart Cup Tournament Final Match. Kyle O'Reilly or Samoa Joe versus Adam Cole. 
Now, my prediction, I could see a possible Kyle O'Reilly versus Adam Cole. And then this could lead to a Undisputed Era tension. Again, a theory. That's my opinion. That's what I think. I love Samoa Joe. He has the ROH champion around his weight. The, the TV title, that is. So, he should be worrying about that instead of winning the tournament. So... My prediction is to have Kyle O'Reilly versus Adam Cole. And if it's going to be a winner in this match, it'd probably be Adam Cole to win the tournament. Alright. Same thing for the women's Owen Hart Cup tournament final match. So it will be either Tony Storm or Dr. Britt Baker versus Ruby Soho or Chris Statlander. This is going to be a tough one. I have a good feeling. Dr. Brick Baker is going to win this one. And she'll probably will face Ruby Soho to pick up that little rivalry they've been having the past couple months. So that's my prediction. And if this prediction is true, I'm going to have to go for Dr. Brick Baker. Because she's, uh, that's going to be my pick. Because she's the top woman star. And you got to, got to hand her the trophy, I guess, right? All right. Thunder Rosa, the champion, versus Serena Deeb. This is for the AEW's Women's World Championship on the line. I love Thunder Rosa. I love her. Serena Deeb's also phenomenal. Could this be Serena Deeb's moment to become the champion? If I had to pick it, it's going to be a close match. It's going to be a good match. Women's match, I should say. Serena Deeb will probably lose in this match. I want to see Thunder Rosa win this championship match. So that will be my pick for this match. Alright, up next. Jurassic Express. The Tag Team Champion versus... Team Taz with Ricky Starks and Powerhouse Hubs versus Keith Lee and Swerve Strickland. And again, the World Tag Team titles are on the love line. Can we see a title change in the tag team division? Looking at this list, I don't see that happening, and we could see the Jurassic Express retaining the titles. That's that's gonna be a tough one to pick, but I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna call the Jurassic Express to retain them. All right, so we have the Jericho Appreciation Society versus the Blackpool Combat Club, along with. Eddie Kingston, Santana, and Ortiz. And I'm going to pull for the Blackpool Combat Club with uh, Eddie Kingston, the boys. I'm going to pull for them. I can believe they will beat Jericho in the Anarchy in the Arena match. So uh, this could be a... Uh, the football fuckery type match where shit will be everywhere. I think I believe this match is going to be taking place all across the arena. So, that would be my pick. The Blackpool Combat Club with Eddie Kingston and the crew. Alright. House of Black versus Death Triangle. It's a six-man tag team match. It's going to be a close one. But I'm going to go for the underdogs. Death Triangle. All right, talk about a tag team main event match. Uh, the Hardys, Team Delete versus the Young Bucks representing Team Elite. 
So Hardys and Bucks, number two. So these guys are going back again for the second time. Obviously, the first time they were they wrestled at the Best of the World in Ring of Honor a couple years ago. Well, here they are. They're going to main event or co-main event at Double or Nothing. And look, if I'm going to pick a team, I'm going for the Hardys to the feet of the Young Bucks to be the best tag team on the planet. My opinion. Alright, the main event for the AEW World Championship on the line. Adam Hang, Man Page versus C. Um, Punk. So right off the bat. Right off the bat. I'm, I'm going to give you my answer right now. CM Punk is going to be the new world champion. That's my opinion. I'm going to stick with that. I'm not going to change it. He's going to walk out as the champion. Rightfully deserved. And he's going to represent that title at the forbidden door at the United Center. He's going to face either Okada or Tetsuya Naito or, or Jay White. So, CM Punk will be walking as a new champion. I can see it right now. I can smell it. I can taste it. That's my opinion. I'm going to stick with it. Alright, so there is your card for double or nothing. Again, anything could change at the Go Home Show this coming Wednesday on Dynamite. So, next episode... Number 34, next episode. I'm going to give you the results of all the wrestling double or nothing. Obviously, all the pro wrestling results right before it, leading up to double or nothing. So, I'll give you that as well for next episode. So, that's the program that's for next week's episode. Alright. And again, these are what I think they're going to win on the All Elite Wrestling Double or Nothing card. And again, let me know what you think. What match you're looking forward to. Let me know what your main event uh, result's going to be for your personal opinion. Riffs and Body Slams on Twitter or Riffs and Body Slams at gmail.com. All right, let's wrap up the show here, shall we? So, everybody, stay safe, stay healthy. Hope you're having a awesome weekend slash week until next time my friends i'll catch you guys down the road